Welcome to the Jackie and Stacy Show, and I'm Stacy's son Clark, and here to tell you about it. There are two women wrestling with things of this broken and beautiful life. Each week, they will tackle a topic in a transparent, sometimes distracted, but always fun way that hopefully encourages and challenges you. They will break down each topic by looking at it through four lenses, ourselves, God, our people, and our community. They will then they will then give you a task to go forth with. Vaya con Dios. Welcome to the Jackie and Stacy show. I'm Stacy and I'm Jackie and we're here today to talk again about the topic of generosity generosity See how generous we are with even our talking we just keep on <laughs> piling it on you guys so generous we are so generous yeah. um so this is our third look at the topic of generosity quick reminder if you are new to listening to the jackie and stacy show that every month we discuss one topic and we look at it through four lenses first we talk yep. about how generosity um and ourselves. So we really start close to home, close to our hearts yep. with that. In our second episode, we discuss generosity through the lens of faith and maybe God and how that all works um, or what we experience. And the third, which we're doing today, is talking about close relationships. So how do we experience generosity or practice generosity um, in close relationships? And then our next and fourth um, episode we'll be talking about community right so um today jackie's gonna start us off with i don't know some generous <laughs> stuff with our close people mm. that's right girl that's right well you know i thought we should probably revisit just even thinking about what generosity is before we okay. um ease our lens here so i was just thinking about different definitions of generosity and I honestly, I just came up with these. You tell me what you think. Okay. I, I could be totally off base, but I just was thinking, so generosity is kind of like giving beyond what feels reasonable. Hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. Okay. Giving beyond what you can. Yeah. Um, or like just beyond the norm. Like. Okay. Okay. Yep. Yeah. I think or, that's or, maybe a definition I had seen. I don't know if I wrote anything down right in front of me right now. Yeah. More than is usual or necessary. Maybe that's more it. More than is Like a baseline. Yep more than is necessary like that or what about giving when there's no possibility of repayment Ooh, yeah like when you know you're not going to get anything for there's no quid pro quo happening there you know mm-hmm. so I mean these are none of these are like formal definitions but just kind of ways to think about generosity in our own lives and um I was listening to this um illustration actually from I'm gonna have to look it up but oh the bible project that's who it was from so it was a Christian um explanation of generosity but this part of it really struck a chord with me and it, it has nothing to do necessarily with faith um but they talked about imagining okay so p- close your eyes okay imagine that you are going to a party okay and maybe you've been to a party like this before you walk in the door and like the decorations are amazing you can tell someone's put a lot of thought into the decorations and there's like the perfect music playing in the background and there's just this air of comfort and warmth and the food looks amazing and you take a bite 
of the food and it's just delicious and there's just amazing spread of all your favorite food and the drinks are amazing and you've just been well cared for by a host who's been very generous, right? Mm -hmm. So when you're at a party like that, what it does is it frees you up to not worry, to not have to think, what am I going to eat? Like, what am, you know, what am I going to drink? Is this going to be awkward? But you can just enjoy the party and relax. And I love this kind of picture of what generosity does for us mm. as the receiver of generosity. You know, like we've talked about um, giving, being generous, but how do we receive generosity? And so I just wanted to kind of explore that today as we think about like our closest people, which, you know, our close friends, our, our husband, our wife, our children, um, parents, like how do we receive generosity from the people closest to us? What does that feel like? How do we, how do we feel um, like people are being generous with us? So I was just thinking about you, Stace. Do you have any thoughts about, about that? What does it look like to experience <laughs> generosity for you? You <laughs> know that I start you? like, um, going to my childhood and I start reflecting on right like super deep stuff because this um when we're recording right now real time for us is the weekend after Mother's Day yep 2020 we're in quarantine and it was Mother's Day these are both oh. affecting my life quite a bit here um and wow I think that that was a beautiful picture and I've never really considered that before, that yeah. when you receive generosity, you can relax into it. Right. And you don't, you, you don't have any more expectation or something. Um, and I think that's really hard for me personally to receive generosity because I've always felt that there was a price tag attached to it. Uh-huh. And perhaps not really? always. That's a but moment, girl. That's for a, that's sure a, yeah. in my close relationships. Okay. And maybe that's why if anyone has been a listener for a while, this lens is always the most difficult for me right? to um, balance and figure out how do I do this, right? And I think it comes down to that. I think I, I had like an aha little epiphany in that maybe that's why. Like yeah. I, I always feel a price tag, so it doesn't feel comfortable for me. I think, uh, you know, do I then have to have a better party than this for somebody? Right. <laughs> I and I don't mean somebody like anybody. I mean, there's a couple of close relationships that have been just very taxing for me and have felt like they've come with a price tag or an expectation at the end of that. Right. And so you were describing that. And I think the next lens that we look through is a lot more comfortable for me personally oh, Right. in that like in community, I've never really had that. Like if I go to a party, people are just generous and it's right. easier for me to receive there because right. I don't think that they're like, well, now you owe me one. Right. There's no quid pro quo. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And so maybe that's why like last week when I, I kind of, I had a very, like emotional day on mother's day where I just like broke down crying a bunch and really, um, and I couldn't figure it out why, like, cause I didn't really have expectations from my own mother to contact me or to, you know, I think it's just a continual, um, mourning. Right. Um, You know what? That's big. And I think, and I did 
call my counselor this week and had a virtual counseling session awesome. that super was just helpful for me to um, just identify that and just say, yeah, that is, this is my situation, you know? Yeah. So it's more of an acceptance stage that I'm in. Good. And so that was really nice. But um, anyway, so I guess so- that was, that's my experience like this past week, but that was a really beautiful image for me to be able to, you know, figure out how to receive generosity generosity. because that's like my big question for myself through in this lens you know and it's it's so interesting because um one of the things that in my research on generosity I have identified is this reality that if we if we have a lacking mentality we can't be generous nor can we receive generosity. If we have this idea that this mindset of scarcity, right? Like there's not even, mm-hmm. we, um, we, we just can't give or receive it. We, we're just stuck. And, and we, we move into envy or anger or even, I mean, in extreme cases like violence, right? Because um, we feel like there's just not enough. So, and it's just kind of our, our, our view of the world impacts that so much. So if we want to be able to be generous and receive generosity, we have to switch our mindset from scarcity to abundance, right? And how, like, how do you do that? How do you have an abundance mentality? And, I, you know, I think it's what you were saying was so true. Like you can have an abundance mentality in one area of your life and not in another, right? Mm-hmm. Because of past hurts or expectations or gosh, I don't know, a lot of different things. So uh, yeah, I, I think believing that the world that we live in is full of opportunity and goodness is a place that we have to start in order to have generosity in our lives. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. And it, well, and I think our lenses help us to work through that too. Cause even my, so my counselor this week, you know, a lot of her um, time spent with me was just encouraging me like, yes, you've had this loss or yes. So if we, if we're trying to switch our mindset from scarcity to abundance, which was not like the language that we were speaking this week, but um, a very similar topic, really. Yeah. You know, if you're, trying to to move from here to here even though you you live here like all of this is happening at the same time totally it's it's about kindness to yourself and it really starts with that generosity to yourself and and saying yes these things there are these things that are missing but having the Mm -hmm. habit of gratitude of noticing all the things that are here and are good and um and that kind of just goes back to many of our other yeah. topics, our topics on habits right? and our topics on, um, oh gosh, gratitude, well, right? And, and, and you our, know, being able to notice things out in the world and yep. comment and Montez, write about and focus. Self-talk. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. From the very Ooh. beginning, that was our very first topic because and it's revisited in like every single episode every, that we do yes, every series we come back to that yeah well okay so here's a hard question <laughs> because apparently we haven't talked too much about enough hard stuff yet um okay but then we'll, I love move, hard we'll, questions. we'll move away from the hard and because I, I have some practical stuff I want to talk about too on a kind of different note but um 
this is a question I ask myself, honestly. I don't I don't know the answer to. It's a really tough one for me. Um, and here it is. Like, could I, I'm gonna put it in I language, could I continue to be generous? And when I think about generosity, I think about we've talked about this like in my intentions, in my love, in my time, in money, things like generous in all of those things in the face of absolute zero appreciation. Can I continue to be generous? And if so, for how long? Like, could I continue to be generous in a relationship for a day with zero appreciation for a week, for a month, like forever? Could I do that? And I, I'm not sure. I think, um, there are a couple of relationships in my life that are begging that question. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and I don't always rise to that occasion, but it's a question that makes me consider. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. How long can you continue to be generous? And and have nothing that comes back to you because that really is the definition in some ways of generosity. I don't know because grace then comes into play with that as well. So I don't know. Does that, yeah, I, I think that is a very poignant question because it affects anybody, right? It, It goes from like a child who doesn't feel loved by the mother or a spouse or, or a, that type of yeah. love relationship, yeah. right? A romantic relationship that's experiencing that. And then you find like later in life, which I'm noticing with some, and, and you are as well, when you have a loss of function, right? right. If you have to take care of somebody, yes. like when I lived with my grandparents. Yes. And so I experienced this time when my grandfather who had been this, you know, there was a help helping attitude right between their marriage for 65 years and then you know he lost his abilities and had to be taken care of all day every day and it was exhausting and difficult and rough and I know that many others are experiencing that um and so you kind of go through this through your life moms with a brand new baby yes yes (laughs) a colicky baby how impossible that is and you think but I love them but how long can you endure the screaming and the crying where you feel like I'm feeding you, I'm changing you, I'm doing the things that I right, will care for you. And right. Right. But it's exhausting. Yep. And to be generous with yourself too, to know there is a limit to what you're capable of and that you, when, when can you ask for help too? Oh man. So that you can it's, receive some generosity. It's such a good um, actual yeah. transition to my thoughts about how to get, be a little bit more practical we haven't talked about our kids yet, really. Um, <laughs> and <laughs> generosity with our kids. And I think like I, I right now, I have three kids. I have one particular kid who is going through a stage. And I have to be really careful with my pronouns right now. Um, yes. Where he or she is not willing to be generous at all with words. Like there's no I love you. Like with... Mm-hmm anything right and um so it's really been my intention to view that particular child through the lens of who that person will eventually be 
knowing that this is not permanent. Right. And that's, that can be really tough because you just want to say like, how hard is it to say, I love you back to your mother? Like, (laughs) you want to go to a place of like, this is ridiculous. But, um, but I, but so, and the reason I, I, I'm bringing that up is because I think I was thinking about ways that we can teach our kids to be generous. Right. And, um, and so I want to talk about that a little bit because, I think one of the, one of the beautiful things for me about parenting has been how much I have learned about myself and how much I have grown through the process Mm. of parenting. I don't know. Right. And so in so many ways, I mean, that in so many different angles, but one of the things that's happened is as I've tried to model and teach my kids things I've grown. Right. So one of the most powerful parenting tools I think we have is to see our kids the way that we want them to be. So to cast a vision for who we see them as before that's even true, right? And and I think that's so powerful and it's powerful in relationships too. And it's generous, right? Yeah. So seeing yeah. my kids yeah. like as generous before they are. <laughs> Casting that vision <laughs> for them as generous people before that's even true at all. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't know. Can yep. you think of other ways that we can help our kids learn to be generous? Ooh, mm, well, of course, we just model uh-huh, it yep. and whatnot. But I think actually is by admitting our own faults and asking them for forgiveness because we're we're asking them to be generous to totally, us. Totally, that's so and true. So that's good. Honestly, the most learning I have done. I don't know about the most, but one big way I've learned, I think, is when I um, humble myself before my kids, it does not, like, diminish my power of authority over them. It does mostly the opposite. And yet it's still very difficult for me to admit that I was wrong because I think I, I had this envisioning before, like, I need to be kind of perfect in front of my kids and I'm the ultimate authority. And if I ever admit wrongdoing, then they're going to disrespect me or yada, yada. But honestly, it's the opposite is true. I agree. And even if you think about it in terms of like having a boss, if you had a boss that was just a dictator, (laughs) a-hole, pardon my French. Right. (laughs) You don't want to, you don't want to do anything for them. Like, yeah. But if you have a boss, it's like, Maybe you have an idea that you can contribute here. And, you know, I have an idea, but ask me some questions, like challenge it. And then we can come up with a better idea together. You know, this is just the beginnings of an idea that we got to work. Like, here's my clay that we're working on, right? Right. And so inviting my kids in, I think, to... Powerful. um, Them having to forgive me when I make mistakes. Yeah. Which is, you know, obviously super rare. Right. Cause... You know, every five <laughs> years or so. No, I think that's so good. So, I, I mean, that kind of is like, it, I mean, that touches on so many pieces of it. Because what you're saying is draw them into a relationship where you are vulnerable and you you share your feelings about about generosity or whatever. But also allowing them opportunities to be generous with you in real. Oh, that's a nice way to put it. Real yeah. ways, like real ways, authentic ways. Like I need your generosity of spirit right now in my life because I need your forgiveness. And that's mm-hmm. huge, 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 huge. I, I mean, and that also in that context, you're talking about it. Right. And so 
I, I think just having those conversations about generosity isn't easy. It's, it's hard. Like that's that metacognition. Like I, when I, but when I'm generous, what does it look like? Like, how does generosity, having those conversations with our kids, how does generosity look with my neighbors? How does it look with the homeless person I drive by on the way to work? What does generosity look like with my parents? Like having those conversations with them um, sparks those thoughts, you know? And I think that's, that's really powerful. Um, Praising their impulses to be generous because they do have them right when they're little. I'm thinking about little kids now praising those impulses. Mm -hmm. Like I saw you be generous with your friend. That was amazing because it feels good to have that recognized in us. Right. Uh, That's right. So we've, we've identified, I would say three or four ways to, you know, really tangibly practice this and practice receiving it. Yeah. Right. Generosity. Yep. Um, so what, could you narrow it down to one of them <laughs> as a Viacon Dios? Like which oh, one, which one strikes you as kind of like no. a specific <laughs> time or a specific thing that, um, we can practice this week? I guess, I guess, I guess. Um, so here's one thought. Here's my, here's what okay. I think. Um, I think, uh, maybe, maybe this is, tell me if you think this is good, but finding ways to be generous that feel good. I don't know. Hmm. So, Cause sometimes generosity, like, I don't know, like we don't want generosity to be a job. We don't want it to right? We don't want it. Uh, so think of ways that you can be generous that feel good, that, that add yeah. joy to your life, that bring positivity and a feeling of goodness. So, um, I, like, I don't know for me, a a way to be generous is like, um, bake something and just give it to people. Like just be generous in that way. It feels good to me. Like, I feel I can check it off my list. I, I feel like it makes them happy. I, it's something I like to do. So think of ways to be generous that feel good. Okay. That's a great, that's a brilliant, really first step because then you can repeat that (laughs) Yes. if you're like, Everybody, here's your via con Dios. Sell your house. Um, <laughs> give all the money to poor. <laughs> Live in a tent forever. Yep, you could do that. That's too. not going to be mean, really. If that's your thing. Go for it. But <laughs> that's fine. But you also only have one house to give, so you can't really repeat that. Right? Not repeatable. No. At, I mean, maybe, maybe you have ten houses, yeah. but yeah. even there, there's a finite number. But there's so many acts of generosity that are infinite. Yes. Do the little ones that make you feel good. Yes. That's. That's awesome. that it. That's okay. it. All I right. It. Bye. Good You guys, we really want to connect with you. Would you please reach out to us and tell us what you think? Tell us what you hear that you love. Tell us what you hear that you have questions about. Tell us what you hear that you hate. Whatever it is, we just want to hear from you. Yeah. You can tell us on all of our social media. Post a picture or something on Instagram. We're on Facebook. We are on Twitter, The Jackie and Stacy Show. And you can also go to our website. We have the JackieAndStacyShow.com. I know it's shocking. Or JackieAndStacy.com. <laughs> and Stacy's so good at always reminding you, my name ends with an I-E. Jackie yeah. with an I-E. And Stacy's with a E-Y. E-Y. That's how you can tell us apart. Just kidding. Or you could look at us. <laughs> <laughs> Details. Uh, make sure you use our hashtag, too, the Jackie and Stacy Show. Use Via Condios. Or the topic. That's right. Absolutely. So email us, come to our website, go to social media. We want to connect with you. Absolutely. And we want to see what you're doing out there in the world. Vaya con Dios.